0: Hey, you ever been to Chancellor Park? That's where I live. My name is Tabin Dillard, and I live in a trailer park called Chancellor Park, and I'm Olons. I am lawns. I'd like to introduce you to my town. I've been making YouTube's videos since about 2006, and then I've transitioned over to other platforms like the TikToks and the whatnot. But here on this podcast, I'd like to clue you into what's going on with me here lately. And this is like a pre-introduction. Now I'm gonna send it off to myself for the real introduction. I'm glad you joined me. Bink, bink. Welcome to the and Dillard Podcast, y'all guys. This is Season 3's Episode 9. My name was and Dillard. I'm Moe I live in Chancellor Park. And I'm glad you joined me on this week of the podcast. It's like a radio show because it's for your ears. Uh, that's the truth. That's how that go, and it's been a busy week. It's been a busy month of June already. You know, National Cannonball Month. Uh, I say. I mean, it's at least it's 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 a uh, Chancellor Park Trailer Park month. The way I say, you know, my town and my neck of the woods, and so I uh, I think we can we can say that for the nation. So get on your swimming trunk britches and head to the nearest body of water. If you like cannonball in a lake where you can't see the bottom or a river where uh, you don't know what you're jumping into, go for it. Uh, I'd do the city pool. Now, I'll swim in a river, and I'll swim in a lake, but I usually ain't the first one to go in. You know, I'll let some of my buddies hop in there first, you know, and scare whatever's down there away, them snapping turtles, them water moccasins, you know how that go. Uh, That kind of thing. Um, and I ain't trying to stick my arm in no muddy river bank to go noodling, uh, but I am fishing. I may be a no-pro, but I bring the snacks, and you got to drop that hook in the water and have a bait or lure. Uh, you got to be in the game. Yeah, maybe I'm a no-pro, but uh, I ain't sitting at home not trying to fish. You know, I'm out there, you know, hitting the water, and it's only a matter of time before I get this net my first fish of the year. I'm getting closer. Steady creeping closer. Hey, I got some news for y'all guys. This is like hot off the press. Uh, I did a little piece of art on driftwood. If you've seen my videos on Instagrams or TikToks this week, you know that uh, I just decided to make a piece of art out of some driftwood. What I did was draw the word bacon on it, uh, and I signed the it back. It's bacon art basically now, which is uh, a beautiful thing. Uh, I mean, it ain't. you don't want to eat it. It ain't as good as bacon, but bacon art saying, hey, Bacon, we appreciate you. So anyways, here's what happened, because I guess time is of the essence, as they say in Spain. I don't know what they say in Spain. But the thing is, it's a three-day auction on the Ebays. I started it for 50 cents on Monday. So if you're listening to this podcast right when it comes out on a Tuesday, uh, then it's a two-day auction. Uh, If you're listening to this on Thursday, like on June the 16th, that auction just about to end. Uh, Depend on when it is. It's just, it's just June 13th through the 16th. If people want to hop on the eBay's and check out that, I'll put that link in the show notes. Uh, you'll see the eBay auction if you want to take a gander at it. Uh, but I started. I just said 50 cent. Who wants this thing kind of thing? So that's how that goes. So that's that's what's happening right now. And I heard from a lot of folks. Now I mentioned in last week's podcast that something happened on the Instagrams where uh, I was getting more followers. Well, that keep kind of blowing up this week. I guess you say it blowed up, and so uh, because of that, we got new friends here, listening to the podcast, uh, watching on the Instagrams, leaving messages, all that kind of thing, and so folks got questions, and I try to bring people up to speed, you know, when you join me here at Chancellor Park, what we got going on, Uh, especially heading into Father's Day, uh, folks had said, uh, do you got, do you, can you do a greeting, you know, for my dad kind of thing? And I do them. I do, I do personal greetings year-round, you know, for like a birthday or whatever. I guess there's different times of years. Uh, more people want them to, uh, you know, Christmas time, that's when you're buying presents for everybody. Father's Day, you buying presents just for Dad. So, But anyhow, that came up. I'll put that link for my personal greetings in the show notes too. But the very first link that you're going to see when you look at my show notes today, Tavins Honey from Bee's. Thanks to Bee House Honey. Hey, if y'all can uh, pick up some of their honey, they got all kinds of honey, uh, but they got my Tabin's honey from bees, and that honey that's in that jar with my face on it, uh, it comes from bees. So sweet, so good. And you supporting uh, a local business? Well, it's local. They, they my buddies. They ain't in my neck of the woods, but in they area, they doing their things because my buddy who, who runs that thing he uh, got a nursery, and you know nurseries, not for little babies, but for plants. They, they raise plants and everything, and then they find bees on their property. So what you do, you start bottling that honey. It's good stuff, and Tavin's Honey from Bees. Uh, got my face right on the label there, and uh, you can pick that up too. But what's been going on is some comments, too. I want to get to some of these comments that folks is leaving. on, my, on This is on the iTunes. Uh, that's uh, is that what it's called the apple podcast i don't know but uh, somebody said here we go best podcast out there great to laugh while i'm delivering the mail keep it up Wide load 123 that's the username uh, i guess you, i guess you got a big truck if you're delivering all that mail but I'm happy that uh, you take me with you on your, on your drives and your rides and your bikes and your walks and you take a listen with your ears because this ain't a picture show, and you know that by now. I don't have to explain to you what a podcast is, but if I do, it's like a radio show. Bink, bink. Uh, this podcast is my new happy place. Love every story and character. Thanks for the laughs. Laughing country girl. Well, you're welcome. I got a lot of awesome folk in my town. Uh, no one tells a better story than Tavern. I still ain't recovered. Well, they say haven't. I still haven't recovered from stitches I got from hearing about Brandy Lynn throwing a three-bean salad. That's HILPP, H-I-L-P-P, on the, uh, Apple Podcast thing. Love it, best podcast on interweb, DJ Middle. And then folks been text messaging me this week, which that's in the show notes too, 501 322-6249 322-6249 if you want to holler at me. And I try to get back at all uh, all y'all that text me and also people messaging me uh, mostly on Instagrams this week because that's where all the traffic been because uh, it's kind of like uh, the videos got a bigger audience over there on that, what they call, platform. So thank y'all for joining me here on the and Diller Podcast. And we ain't signing off yet we signing on because there's a lot to talk about. Now, I'm recovering from the fishing tournament that went sideways, went not how I planned, but went okay. You know, it went good for Donnie Way us put it that way. I mean, he won a fishing tournament. Now, it was, it's been just been one of them whole months lately. It's been eventful, there's been festive time in town these days. And we got the spring picnic that I covered, you know, in a food podcast ago. Of course, the local fishing tournament. Now I'm asking you today, I'm asking you today, what else can you ask for? Tabin, that's enough. Ain't we in December's yet? Ain't the year over? Oh, no. We just getting started. We into June's. We into Cannonball Month. Now, how'd I do in that fishing tournament? Well, I, you know, I told you it went sideways. I, I'd like to say pause this and just head on back to take a listen to all that happened to fishing tournament if you ain't heard that, that episode yet last week. But I will tell you this. Uh, I scored points with my gal, Cricket, by helping her granddaddy. Uh, I will say that much. And I did have a brief encounter with a snapping turtle. And that's all I'll say about that. And you're probably thinking, Tavin, after a turkey salmon calling contest and a spring picnic, fresh-baked pies, a rodeo, and now a fishing tournament, your town can't hardly stand no more fun. That's it. Y'all gotta be tapped out. And that's where I'd say to you, you are wrong, my friend. We are turning the corner, heading into arguably two of the most exciting activities of the season. What you say, are you ready? Do you feel the anticipation? Is the build-up? And I ain't going to do it justice, but I'll tell you right now what they are. Two of the most exciting activities of this season are, I already talked about one a little bit, <clears throat> but it is cannonballs at the city pool or at the river or wherever you got the water. And softball season. It's big time, buddy. Don't even think it ain't. So second thing started, let's talk about the roster. I mentioned the season's roster back on uh, Episode 5 of this season's podcast. Many familiar names, but a few new ones. Uh, Mort dwight Myron Curtis, Russell Tucker, me, I'm Tabin Dillard, JT Whitlow, Rusty Tidwell, Rance Farnhardt, Donnie Wayne Chambliss, and Ricky Don Pearson makes the Team Burger Shed uh, roster this season. We are ready. Uh, Burger Shed, that's our uniform, the Burger Shed shirt. You can get you one of them, too. And show up at the fields. I mean, you got a glove. It, it, it ain't hard to get on our team. So it was game one this week. That's a big deal. It's the first. You don't know how it's going to go till you get there. You got plans. You got ideas. You can look back at your history as a ball player and say, well, this is probably how it's going to go. But you just don't know. And that's the fun of a new season, ain't it? You got all this anticipation build up, and you take it in your head. Boy, it's going to go like this away. It's going to go like that away. Now, some people, what they got what they, what they call uh, uh, them, they ain't in reality expectations. They ain't in reality, or what's that word? Uh, they got lofty expectations, but they ain't got no reality to root it in. Like, I can't say I'm going to hit 40 dangers this softball season. Why, Tabby? Well, the truth is I ain't never hit a danger. I ain't never hit one over the fence. You know, inside the parker, you might could look at, but but over the fence, I ain't got that kind of arm strength or power. Most of my power's in my haunches, in my leg strips, and that's why I'm a cannonball master, because I can get the, I can get the distance off the board, and then I can bring them uh, knees up under my chin, and then wrap my arms around my shins. You can see it in your mind's eye right now, and I hit that water, kaboom, goes the cannonball. Sign me up for another first-place ticket at the city pool. But uh, softball season is a different story, but we do have a lot of excitement and expectations for this season. So I don't know about your local team, but we ain't got no practice. Most of us ain't doing any type of on-purpose fitness during the week. You know, I stay in shape because I ride a bike everywhere I go just about. I'm saving for a truck, and I, I just I just peaked over $600 this past week's in savings for it. And then I, now, that'll cut down on the bike ride in a little bit, but pretty much we, you know, we get an exercise from our cars to the grocery store parking lot. If we run into a swarm of bees or somebody's trying to pour water on us, all good reasons to move. But for the most part, we ain't like a fine-tuned machine out there. It's an adult softball league, summer league. I like to stretch a little bit before the game, but some fellas roll straight from work and walk onto the field, and that's how that go. Uh, and, you know, you in your work shirt or whatever, and you trying to change to the field. Well, at least we got uniforms to change into this season. Hey, last fall, we was chest naked. We was chest naked like first uh, two games at least. Myron Curtis just started dating Mary Beth Tucker. His head was in the clouds. He was supposed to pick up uniforms. Turned out not only did he not pick up them uniforms, he never even ordered them. Oh, we hot. I mean, that's season one of my podcast. You can get back to that if you want to hear that whole story. But we far past that. This week, you show up to the, uh, to the fields, and you either in your uniform, or you got it in your car, and you about to change into it when you get there, but we got uniforms. We Team Burger shit. I made the mistake, and this ain't the first time in my life uh, when I ate biscuits and gravy too close to bedtime, and I had a weird dream. My guts was okay. Uh, they, they, kinda, they kinda used to biscuits and gravy, but my dreams, they wasn't. They wasn't okay. By game time, I was feeling fine. Let me. I just want to be clear. I don't want people to be worried or concerned. If you on your walk right now or you driving to work or you in line for a ribbon cutting at the new ice cream store and you're saying, what in the world? Is Tabin okay? What about them guts? What about them guts? What about them guts? what that biscuit and gravy do to his gut? No, they fine. It wasn't that. But but my dreams, you know you wake up from a dream and, and sometimes you just wonder what in the world happened. But I was fine. By game time, I was fine, but I remembered the dream. And you know, how sometimes you wake up and you're like, I know I dreamed, because you feel like you still got to figure stuff out, like finish a conversation with somebody or whatever. Well, I didn't wake up wondering about what my dream was about. I knowed it. I knowed what it was about. In the dream, I was fishing on a lakeshore, and I don't know if it has to do with me being in a fishing tournament last week or the fact that I like fishing and I'm going a lot more now. And I'm a self-proclaimed no pro. Actually, anybody would tell you I'm a no pro. <clears throat> but in the dream, let me just talk about this dream. We don't want to get sidetracked here. I want to tell you about the dream I had. I was fishing on the lake shore, and there ain't nothing weird about that. That's just normal. I mean, you say people all the time, they on the lake shore, they on the shore of the river, where, you know, they fishing. That's normal, right? Fine. Tavern, what's the big deal about this dream? You should have biscuits and gravy before you go to bed every night. No, no, no. You know, folks, they do fish from lakeshores, and I'm on one of them in my dream. But then, all of a sudden, I see Cheryl Grubb's dog, Jalapeno, in a boat out there. That dog is a mess. And I can't get, go into everything that Jalapeno has done to get the reputation Jalapeno's got, but it's a long list. And, I mean, you can, you can Rolodex back in my videos or Rolodex back in the podcast but that dog is something else with a capital something and a lowercase else and an exclamation point on the end. So that's how that go. So Jalapeno out in the lake in a boat out there, aluminum 12-foot boat, and he's calling to me, but he's barking. He ain't speaking English. He's speaking dog. You know how, like, a dog bark? You know, like, when a dog want to say something, they bark. Like, most every dog bark. Like, there's some that got something wrong with their vocal cords, and they can't bark. Or it sounds like a whisper. Or it sounds like an old man trying to get your attention in church kind of thing. Uh, between that and, like, a little hard candy that they're trying to get out the cellophane. You know, like, like that. Like, kind of kind like that way, But uh, without the cellophane because dogs ain't got thumbs. But, but in the dream, I can understand a dog. And he holler to me and he say, the boat is taking on water. That's what Jalapeno yelled at me at the dream. So now that's when you know it's a dream. Because there's a dog in a 12-foot aluminum boat who know how he got out there. He ain't got, he got, he ain't got thumbs or hands to hold an oar to to uh, you know row with. And I didn't see no motor on the boat neither. And I say back to Jalapeno the dog in the dream, all I got's a bucket of collard greens, like Attaway, that's what I say to him. And I look down to this bucket next to me, but it's really full of donuts. It ain't a big old donut. It ain't like a Frittler, uh, you know, apple Frittler or anything like Attaway, or them cinnamons or not like that. Not them big old cinnamon rolls that they sell at the, at, at the donut store. It's just like a regular size glazed, but it's full of them. And I toss it out there like a Fisbee toward Jalapano. Now, in my mind, now, outside the dream, I wonder... What was I thinking, firstly, talking to a dog in a boat? Secondly, when he said the boat is taking on water, I say all I got is a bucket of collard greens. Like, what does that matter? And then I look down, and sure enough, that bucket ain't full of collard greens. It's full of regular-sized glazed donuts. And so in an effort, I guess, to help, I wing out a glazed donut toward the middle of that lake like a fisbee. You know you fling a fisbee and it sell through the air. Well in my mind I guess I was thinking that doggy's boat taking on water and I need to help and I got a bucket of donuts next to me, so that's what I'm gonna that's somehow gonna help. Maybe it's a life raft. I don't know, y'all guys. I, I, if I understood my dream, uh, I would not be here so confused right now. So I just wing that thing out there and then it start growing that donut getting bigger. Like it's getting big out there on the water. And I guess by doing that, I thought I was gonna help you know like that. Maybe it is becoming a life raft, I don't know. But when I look back out there, the boat's gone. Jalapeno ain't there, it's just a giant donut floating in the lake and then a giant bass come out of the water and he playing a guitar. He doing a guitar solo to Hotel California, did really well, good rhythm. Like he know what he was doing. Now, he wasn't on that giant donut or nothing, but once he popped out of that water with that guitar solo, the donut kind of moved on out of the way. You know how the water makes waves and scoots things along like that away. way Anyway, long dream short, I should know by now that I can't have biscuits and gravy that late. I just can't do it. Like, I don't know. I guess jalapeno's fine, and the boat's fine, and that bass, he didn't want a donut, and I don't know how he was playing a guitar with fins because he ain't got no thumbs or fingers neither. But that was it, and all I can say is I had biscuits and gravy too close to bedtime. That is all I know, cause I'm getting to the fields, and I don't know how everybody else is doing, but I do know that on paper, we got a pretty good team. Thing about it is, Donnie Wayne Chambliss and Morton Wydell both play first base and not much else, and they both swing for the or walk back to the dugout. All or nothing kind of thing. Donnie Wayne ain't much taller than Morton, not quite as girth, but you might say. But they pretty similar otherwise. But Russell Tucker, he knowed he was going to have to do some shuffling with this new roster because Donnie Wayne Chambliss and Ricky Don Pearson they ain't never played on Team Burger Shed before. Every other guy named off they have, they have. So these two guys are new, and you might remember Donnie Wayne. He's the one who won the fishing tournament. You know, he got a lot of he got a lot of uh, heat behind his name right now in town. So. Folks might have to play, you know, where they, they ain't played before. And I'm a team player. Uh, you get to know that about me. Like I, You can put me anywhere you want to on the field. Only thing is, I'm left-handed. So I'm going to be borderline useless at third base, second base, shortstop kind of thing. Uh, so uh, anywhere else they want to try to put me, they can't. They could can put me there, too, and they have before. They try to. But here's the thing, though. There's a new team in the league this season, too. What team, do you ask? What team has... Entered the adult summer softball league ranks is Team Thunder Punch. I know, sounds intimidating. You might know that D.W. Hicks, folks call him Coach Hicks. He opened a, a boxing gym in town. He was also head lifeguard at the city poo and he's my high school PE teacher back in the days. Not to mention, but I will mention that he ran to Long John Silver's in the next county over for a number of years. The name of his gym in town is Thunder Punch. So you know how Bud's Burger Shed is our team name and that's our sponsor? Well, that's the same idea for Thunder Punch. Now there was a rumor that he wanted to play on Team Burger Shed, and I don't really know nothing about the details of that, but it didn't stop me from talking about it anyway. Like maybe Russell Tucker told Coach Hicks, I know you want to play on our team, but our roster's full kind of thing, and then Coach Hicks decides he still want to play, so why not promote that boxing gym and sponsor his own team? You know, win-win, that's my best speculation. The way I see it, uh, Coach Hicks, he is the head lifeguard in town. He teaches Meemaw's water aerobics class, which is gross. Her and Mabel Childress get out there, and they argue, but I also think they kind of flirt with Coach Hicks, which makes me sick because I'm trying to get down to the pool, to cannonball, and uh, when your Meemaw is taking a water aerobics class in the shallow end with Mabel Childress and some other gals, and you trying to dive off the diving board, I mean, cannonball off the diving board, uh, it's it's pretty disgusting, y'all. It's just hard to stomach, and I like to cannonball on a full stomach. That's just how I go, and it's hard to keep it all down when Meemaw's over there getting like that away, you know, just getting all flirty and giggly. I, I ain't never heard her giggle like that until till she started taking that water aerobics class. So it's going to be the burger shed against Thunder Punch down at the fields to kick off the new softball season, but before things even get started down at the fields, earlier in the day, there was trouble down at Early Bird Gets the Perm. That's where Meemaw gets her hair did. Now, you know they recently got a facelift, new paint job, everything. Well, Meemaw was huffing back into the trailer park today just mad because they had to do more painting down the there today. because you know what they did? It kind of, they never closed shop, you know, when Early Bird uh, gets to perm when they did that, that uh, facelift. They let the gals still come in and get their hair did, but they had to walk around construction. The guys were fa- replacing, like, the door facings outside and the wood that was rotted and then repainting. And so it was a little bit of an inconvenience, but they never shut down so you know you could still go there you know it wasn't like I can't even go there them doors are locked no days unlocked, but you had to work around that construction well she got down there today and they were doing something else and she was just hot, she could not handle it. She's like, I already put up with that first one. Why'd I gotta do this again? Well, Mima, you know, she was just she was so and and why was she why were they doing that painting, you're probably asking? Why in the world were they doing more painting on Early Bird Gets the Perm down where Mima gets her hair did when they done already did it? They done fixed that thing up. It looks so nice. Didn't they just repaint Early Bird Get the perm? Didn't they have a ribbon cutting? Wasn't it all a big to do? Oh yes, the biggest of to dos. But Mabel Childress was down there and one in her nails did like a manicure. You know how you get your nails did? How ladies go and they get them? Uh, they file them and then they they do they put stuff on like paint on them or things to strengthen the nails. I don't know how it all work. I ain't a, a fingernailologist or nothing like that. Well, Cody tells wife, Lindy Ray, she been demoted to mannequins because of some of the bad work she did on real person's head, and they ain't letting her cut or style nobody's hair again yet. Uh, so she work on, like, mannequins that got fake people hair growing out their heads or whatever. So she take the appointments on a notepad. Like, that, that's her job now. And she worked that phone at the front desk, and she put on a smile on her face, and she welcomed people to come in the door, and that kind of thing. She sweep up hair, you know, things like that. Well, she suggested doing nails and turns out she can do nails good. And Gracie Dilroy, that's Chet Dilroy's wife, she runs Early Bird gets a perm with her with DeLondra. That's Gracie's sister, Chet's sister in law. And they decided to give it a try. They're like, Well, let's let Lindy Ray, you know, do some nails down there. Well, it's working out. Everything's fine. Only thing is, Mabel Childers was down there today and when Meemaw was down there at the same time. Now they can fight if they get too close to each other, Mima and Mabel children, argument's going to bl- break out. Now, they somehow, with this water aerobics class they've been in, there's something about Coach Hicks that, that helps them keep the peace, like they won't fight in front of him because I guess they think that's ugly, but boy, they will they will snap at each other anywhere else in the world. And when they ran into each other Early Bird Gets the Perm, it was on. I don't know why they don't schedule their appointments for different times. Mima and Mabel can't hardly stand each other. Um, but you wouldn't hardly know that by talking to Mabel. She acts like everything's fine. That's what makes Meemaw so mad. Mabel knows how to push her buttons, but nobody on the outside looking in can tell, so Meemaw looks like a hothead, which she kind of is, and Mabel just smiles and shrugs like, what did I do? Now, that ain't all the time. There are times when Mabel just is outright mean for the whole world to see, ornery as ever, but she she know how to really get at Meemaw the other way. Well, today down at Early Bird Gets the Perm, she wanted to see some nail colors in the sunlight. So she asked Lindy Ray if she can go outside to look at them, you know, nail colors. Well, Lindy Ray says, sure, and off Mabel's shuffle, she's shuffling out there to give a look at these colors. She's shuffling out there to front door and Rolly get the perm out right in the sunlight so she can see them, see them uh, you know, fingernail colors. Well, Mabel ain't got the lids on. She ain't got the lids to the, the nail polish. If you know anything about nail polish, once that lid off, it stank. Like, you smell it, you're like, what's going on in here? Like, firstly, if you don't know somebody did that and you in a room with them, you wonder, uh, you know, you go through the checklist. Did a skunk die under the trailer? Uh, did we leave the t- the bathroom door open? Uh, did we did did our Aunt Belinda come over and need to use the bathroom and we forgot? Uh, did somebody leave their shoes off? Uh, you didn't did you get down to oh that might be nail polish? You know there's our that we all got our list. I don't know what yours is, but it might be something like that. So anyways, Mabel's out there on the front porch early bird gets the perm, and she wanted to shake these things. And then, I guess, uh, paint a little on her own nail to see how it looks. So that's what, I guess that's what you do. I don't paint nails, but I guess people like to shake it. Now, I know I do that with chocolate milk before I drink it. I like to shake it up. That kind of, and a spray paint, you know, if I'm doing some artwork or something, you know, I shake it up. So I guess it's the same with fingernail polish, something like that. So she shake it she shake that little bottle, but the, but the lids weren't on it. I don't know why she didn't think to look at that. So in her mind, she's just going to shake it and then do a little test. You know how like uh, you go to ice cream store and they got them tiny little spoons. Oh, you want a sample of this? Well, she was doing like a fingernail sample, but she didn't ask nobody for that. And uh, once you look at it, you should be okay with it. So anyhow, I think you see where this is going. They got this stuff called nail polish remover too, by the way, which is a good name. Even if you ain't a nailologist, you can figure out by the name that it takes. Nail polish off like out away, so Mabel out there. But the thing about nail polish is it that the lid has like a brush attached to it on these. So like when you pull that lid out and you you just you know like uh, uh the chocolate milk, you take that lid off. It's just a lid in your hand. You take the lid off that fingernail nail polish. You bring that out. It's got like a little a little stick with a brush on the end or whatever. What that that, that paint that nail on your fingernail. To paint that paint on your fingernails. And so you you can imagine that. Uh, uh, on there, so I, I, I don't know if that's on every nail polish bottle, like I said, you know, that ain't my expertise, but Mima was telling me the story, and I was just trying to steady track with her, you know, kind of thing, and so, like I said, the lid was off these nail polishes, one was green, called spring cleaning, and another was purple, called spring sunset, so I guess Mabel was deciding if she wanted her nails to look like they was clean, or like a sunset, or, you know, them big decisions you got to make. So she's out there on the front porch, early bird gets the perm, shaking these bottles that ain't got lids on them, not sure what she was thinking, but she shook them for a while. It's not like one of them things, hey, if I if I shake a, a bottle of chocolate milk, it takes take one shake for me to know that the lid's on or off. So I'm not sure where Mabel's head was but uh she was where or where she was looking or whatever but she wasn't looking at them bottles or she would have seen what was going on gracie seen something splash on the window from inside early bird get the perm and she go out there to see mabel just shaking the spring clean and green and the spring sunset purple out of these bottles she got green and purple on her moo moo and it's all over the door frame out on the front door well gracie come out hollering miss mabel stop it look what you're doing Miss Mabel. Well, Mabel stops and she looks down at them bottles in her hands. Meemaw's made it out to the front doorway with curlers in her hair. And she just say, you crazy, Mabel? And then Mabel just look at her, crazy enough to take a flip-flop to your neck. That's what Mabel say to Meemaw. Threatened to take a flip-flop to Meemaw's neck. Mabel's hollering at Meemaw, bending over, trying to pull a flip-flop off one of her own feet so she could take that to Meemaw's neck. And Gracie grabbed Mabel by the elbow and take her in to clean off what they can. But I guess nail polish on the door frame ain't as easy to remove as nail polish on a fingernail. So, when I say they got a nail polish remover, that's for fingernail polish that's on your fingernail. Now, you got that on the door frame of early bear gets a perm, that's a different story, apparently. So Delondra ended up calling to have the door frame sanded and repainted, and Mabel had the nerve to ask for a discount on her hair on account of all the trauma she went through. Gracie wouldn't believe it, couldn't believe it, and she said, you caused the trauma, Mabel. I was like, good on you, Gracie. That's, that's the way to go. Lindy Ray, she got in some trouble because she just let Mabel wander off with the at lid, the lids on that nail polish thing to do that in the first place. Like, she got to keep an eye on her, and she didn't. Now, Mabel had to pay for that new paint, I mean, on the door frame, because they had to repaint that, uh, the outside of Early Bird get the perm there. She had to pay for her nails too. But I'm talking, you know, the outside of the Early Bird gets the perm had to get reset, and it is now. What Meemaw got so hot about was that Mabel didn't seem to care that she interrupted anything. It's been a while since Meemaw got out, you know, went fist with somebody. But I wouldn't put her past her to city pool this summer if Mabel's down there with that water aerobics class again. I mean, I think I think just setting the stage for who knows what this summer. And just like I think Mabel and Mimo need to schedule day appointments to be at Erdberg, get a perm, I may have to figure out cannonball practice uh, around Mimo's water robots class because I don't want to get in the middle of it. I don't want to see none of that. So Mimo had to spend some of the afternoon just coming down, steady coming down off that frustration. Meanwhile, back at the fields, JT Whitlow's girlfriend, Whitney, that's Cody Mantell's cousin, she arrived at our first game of the season with air horns. That's plurals. I'm thinking, are you going to use all that one to death and need another one? Like, you going to drain that thing? Are you handing these out to folks to use it at the same time? Either way, it seems like it's going to be a loud game. Like, why are you bringing more than one air horn? And I wish you didn't bring one. Like, just cheer for us, you know, that kind of thing. And it was a mess. Not, not because of the air horns, but it turns out Whitney really wanted a chili dog. And she waited in line for 20 minutes just to find out they ain't got no chili dogs at the concession stand. And this is part of the problem that's been start, uh, started down to concession stands in the previous seasons. And I need to take a minute to address this. We've had some folks get creative with the menu, and now folks don't know what to expect. Well, last time y'all had, you know, this and that and this, don't matter none. It was a whim. What you should be able to count on down there is soda in a can, hot dog, Skittles, snow cones, and sometimes nachos, and then sometimes now, all kind of other things. I mean, Mary Beth Tucker's working the concession stand this year, and she's the one that brought s'mores last fall, that caught a fire and burnt down the last concession stand. She brought a horse to the field, not to eat, but she rode a horse there and it got loose. I mean, I don't know what to expect this summer, but I'm expecting not to let nothing surprise me. Thunder Punch packed some thunder at the plate, and that's what I cared about on the field. The concession stand, that really ain't my worry. It's my frustration, but it ain't my worry. I got to let that go and get after the softball. But these Thunder Punch boys, I mean, they was launching taters into the night sky. But you're probably asking yourself, well, how in the world did Team Burger Shed do, Tabin? Well, I got a double because they overthrew first base, and then I stole third and got stranded out there. But I was moving pretty good. I mean, I was still a base. Y'all guys, I was still a base. We got two runs all night, which I ain't proud of. But, I mean, I'm giving you the recap of what happened. I ain't trying to sugarcoat this thing. I ain't kind of candy coat it. I ain't kind of nail polish coat it. I'm just trying to tell you, we got two runs all night, and it was the new guys, uh, they was giving the contributions. They was contributing. They was contributing, which is like participating and helping at the same time. Uh, Ricky Don Pearson hit a homer in the third inning, and in the fifth, Donnie Wayne Chambliss made good contact And that was all we pushed across in our first game this season. He got an RBI. He knocked in Rusty Tidwell. And Thunder Punch, well, they punched out eight runs. So here's the deal, y'all, guys. We lost 8-2, and Coach Hicks got a cherry grape snow cone because it was his team. He played on that other team. Uh, it wasn't like mixed, but you know how they make one side purple with the grape and the other side of the snow cone red with the cherry? That's how they did it like that. And, you know, the, the deal is at the concession stand, if you win, your team wins that night, you get a free snow cone. So uh, I did not, did not get no free snow cone in game one of the season. But we just getting started. JT got mad at Whitney for firing off them air horns at the end of the game because we lost. He said, don't do it when we lose. We ain't celebrating that. She told him she just liked the sound. Oh, brother, we're going to see how that goes. That's just game one. Cricket didn't make it to the game. That's my girlfriend. She worked at the nursing home late, but we got a big date planned soon. There's a spring dance in town next week and a town cookout. We're going to that together. She got the day off. Big day. So that's where we at. Team Burger Shed is O and 1. Now the O is for wins. We ain't got none yet. We ain't got none yet and the ones is for losers, and we got one of them. But the good news is, the one ain't a big number, and we just getting started. The new guys brought it, and us regulars, we gotta step it up. I mean, I did make it to third base, but that don't show up in the box score. You gotta make it home. Speaking of home, when I got back to the trailer park, meanwhile, I was sitting on her front porch with a super soaker, letting off steam, and I took her some bee house honey. I told her if she don't want none tonight, then put it on biscuit in the morning. That tavern honey from bees, We'll, we'll cure what else, you. And you can pick up some, too. Get you some at the link in the show note. That's Tabin's honey from bees. And I appreciate y'all joining me today on the podcast. Please stay with Team Burger Shed. We really ain't going to be 8-2, uh, lose 8-2 to two every week. I, I can't believe that we will. Now, my haunches are getting stronger, and that can only help me on the softball field, too. Again, check out the show notes today. You're going to see Tabbin's Honey from Bees down there. You can check that out. You can always text me. You'll see my number there. you see my email there. Now Also, I got that auction that's going to end in, I guess, two days now, if you listen on Tuesday. On June 16th, it's done uh, for the bacon art that I did on the driftwood. And then also, you can see uh, what else was going to be in the show notes. I can't remember. I think it was just the auction, Tabin' to Honey from Bees. Um, and then I put the link to all my shirts and stuff in there, too. So you can check that out. But, hey, if you ain't peppered the front of Early Bird gets the perm with spring clean and green and spring sunset nail polish this week, you doing all right. Stay in touch, y'all, guys. Please share the podcast. Leave a rating wherever you listen. listening. Shoot me a text or email. Let me know what you think. I'll holler at you soon, but until then, we'll see you later.